The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Tuesday, August 16th, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news, made possible when you shop through the Amazon links at buzzburbank.com. Updating stories from the past few days, the waters are finally starting to recede in southeastern Louisiana after a week of record-setting rainfall and flooding. At least eight people have died in the storms, but more than 20,000 were rescued and 12,000 are staying in crowded shelters. But despite the let-up in the rain, officials say the floodwaters could still rise in some areas in the days to come and that there's a chance for more rain later in the week. In Northern California, a man's been arrested for starting a fire that destroyed nearly 200 homes and forced thousands of people to evacuate. The Lake County fire was started Saturday night, burned 4,000 acres, and is only 5% contained. But police have contained 40-year-old Damon Paschalk, charging him with 17 counts of arson. Police say he may be responsible for other fires in California this year. And in New York, a man is facing murder charges over the shooting deaths of a Muslim imam and his assistant. 35-year-old Oscar Morell was picked up Sunday about a mile from the shooting after he'd been in a hit-and-run accident. They say he had a revolver and that his clothes matched those worn by the killer in a security video. Both victims were shot in the back of the head in what has still not yet been classified as a hate crime. Milwaukee was under a curfew last night as officials worked to prevent another night of violence after the killing of an armed black man by a black officer. Tension remains high in Milwaukee, where over half the black men in their 30s and 40s have done prison time in a state that incarcerates the most black men in the country and where nearly half of all black children live in poverty. The people behind the Black Lives Matter movement, what do they want? They have the answers now, and they've clearly been thinking about a lot more than just the protest that started nearly two years ago after the shooting of Michael Brown. And they are specific, out now with a policy platform that includes six demands and 40 priorities. The demands, which are later explained in detail, are ending the war on black people, economic justice, political power, community control, and an item called invest, divest, and reparations. We demand, says the platform, that the government repair the harms that have been done to black communities in the form of reparations and targeted long-term investments. Reparations will be a hard sell, but a worthwhile investment if it means education and jobs. Under the Black Lives Matter priorities, it does. The reparations demand includes free college for black Americans and a forgiveness of the college loans already taken. The group also opposes the Trans-Pacific Partnership trade deal, which is also opposed by many Democrats and Republicans. And then there's justice reform. The Movement for Black Lives, as it's now known, now that it's a coalition of dozens of groups, wants to end capital punishment and the decriminalization of minor narcotics charges and prostitution, among other things. Donald Trump continues to take a beating in the polls. He still leads Clinton in Georgia by four points and in Texas by 11, but he trails by five points in Florida, by nine in New Hampshire and North Carolina, by about 13 in Colorado and Virginia, and by 25 points in his own New York state. And the latest poll by the conservative Breitbart has Trump losing nationally by 5% of the vote. Younger voters often get missed by the pollsters, and they could make a big impact on this election if only they had the enthusiasm for it. 
A new USA Today Rock the Vote poll has Clinton beating Trump by a 36-point margin among voters 34 or younger. But they don't have the enthusiasm they did when Bernie Sanders was a viable candidate. 11% of Sanders supporters say they won't even bother to vote this fall. 6% say they're undecided. But nearly 3 in 4, 72% say they will vote and vote for Clinton. Politics was rough yesterday for both Trump and Clinton. Trump's campaign manager, Paul Manafort, was denying reports he'd accepted millions of dollars in cash payments while working on a pro-Russian political campaign in Ukraine. The New York Times had reported on some secret handwritten ledgers from the former president of Ukraine that show over $12.5 million in cash was set aside for Manafort through an illegal payment process. There is no evidence Manafort got the money, but there is evidence he was aware it had been set aside for him for work he had done as a political consultant. So Manafort is denying he got any off-the-books money, and that part of it appears to be true. Manafort hasn't said whether he knew about the money or whether he worked for it, but he says it's another attempt by the New York Times to damage the Trump campaign. Working for a pro-Russian political party in Ukraine flies directly into the face of U.S. foreign policy, which punishes Russia for its incursion into Ukraine. And the Clinton campaign says the Times report further substantiates Trump's pro-Russian bias, which includes admiring Vladimir Putin, threatening to abandon NATO, something Trump's now flip-flopped on, and saying he's not worried about the Russian aggression in Eastern Europe. The Clinton campaign's calling on Trump to reveal any other connections between his team and pro-Russian groups. Reporters have been looking for such a connection ever since the hack of emails at the Democratic National Committee by Russians. But the week got off to a rough start, too, for Hillary Clinton. The FBI has agreed to hand over its notes from its investigation of Clinton's private email server, which she used for official emails while Secretary of State. Republicans in Congress are eager to see those notes. They're still dismayed the Bureau decided not to charge Clinton with a crime, even though a few emails were, at some point, for various reasons, marked classified. And they're disappointed to hear the FBI doesn't have a complete transcript of its nearly four-hour interview. And although Republicans are in a rush to make the remaining transcripts public, lawmakers won't be back at work for another three weeks, being only four weeks into their seven-week summer vacation. Trump angered even more people yesterday when he said the woman he's running against lacks, quote, the mental and physical stamina to take on ISIS and, quoting again, the many adversaries we face. Instead of traveling the globe, Trump says it might have been better if Hillary Clinton had stayed home. Trump's latest proposal on the subject of terrorism is an ideological test for some Muslims coming to the U.S. either to visit or immigrate here. Sticking to the script on a teleprompter, Trump said the test would weed out those who don't, quote, support our values. Trump said those who support bigotry and hatred will not be admitted, and neither will people from the world's most troubled countries. Meanwhile, Trump says he would focus on destroying ISIS, and he says he would do it with help from Russia. The Obama administration has also offered to work with Russia to fight ISIS, but only if Russia stops bombing rebel forces that are also combating ISIS. Both Trump's mother and his wife were immigrants. It might be unfair to look too closely at the immigration status of Donald Trump's wife if he hadn't made immigration one of his key issues. Among other things, Trump's targeted immigration for the jobs he says it takes from Americans. Trump's wife, Melania, a model when she arrived here in 1996 from Slovenia, claims she has never worked illegally in the U.S., 
there is evidence to the contrary in the form of nude photos of the possible first lady on the cover of the New York Post a week or two ago. The photos were taken in the U.S. a year before she says she arrived here. She visited here on visas, visas that did not allow her to work. If Melania was paid illegally, it could put at risk the U.S. citizenship she was granted 10 years ago. Although it rarely happens, especially in modeling, visa fraud can result in citizenship being revoked. Melania addressed the question on Twitter without quite answering it, writing, I have at all times been in full compliance with the immigration laws, period. Now in its fourth year, with over 3 million downloads, this is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. Whether it's back to school or off to college, Amazon Prime Student makes it faster, easier, and more affordable. Like Amazon Prime, a student membership means free two-day shipping and unlimited video streaming of TV shows and movies. But a Prime Student membership starts with a six-month free trial, six months, and offers exclusive deals and promotions and a safe place to store all the photos you want at no extra charge. Help support this free daily newscast and save yourself time and money by going through my Amazon links at buzzburbank.com to sign up for your free trial now. In fact, you can even make money by getting your friends to sign up. Amazon offers a $5 bounty for each customer referral from members of Student Prime. Sign up today and support this free daily news whether you stay with it or not. There's nothing to lose since the first six months are free. You'll find everything you need at Amazon, including the best deals on textbooks. So don't miss out. Join Amazon Prime Student right away. For that and all your Amazon shopping, thank you for using my links at buzzburbank.com. Israel is pushing its luck, apparently planning to cross a line, and the U.S. isn't happy about Israel's plans to relocate an Israeli settlement to Palestinian land. The Amona settlement already is where it shouldn't be, and it was, in fact, an Israeli court that ordered the settlement to be removed from its current spot. The Israeli government decided to go a different way, announcing it will move Amona's 40 families to West Bank land Israel says the Palestinians abandoned after the Six-Day War in 1967. The U.S. State Department says such a move by Israel would be unprecedented and troubling. In unusually strong diplomatic language, the U.S. says it's deeply concerned about Israel's plans. It says such a move would endanger the chances for a two-state solution to Middle East tension that would provide homes for both Israelis and Palestinians. That solution is already in danger since Israel has established about 32 locations that had been off-limits. The U.S. also admits the Palestinians have incited Israel with their continuing attacks. Say what you will about the public tension between President Obama and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, the bottom line is money. And this year, the U.S. is preparing to give Israel more defense money than the U.S. has given to any nation on earth ever. Netanyahu had said publicly he might not accept any aid deals while Obama's in office. He said he thought he might wait until a new president arrives. Now that he's heard Donald Trump talk of countries paying their, quote, fair share, and now that he's looking at the biggest pile of cash in two centuries of American giving, Netanyahu has apparently had a change of heart. He reportedly now wants the deal done as soon as possible. Now it's Obama who's dragging his feet. He'll sign the deal, but he wants Netanyahu to know the early snub did not go unnoticed. Some of the money comes with rules about how it can and cannot be spent. So how much money? 
$4 billion a year for 10 years, an increase of nearly a billion a year. That's not counting the extra money the U.S. will kick in for Israel's missile defense. As unhappy as Netanyahu is with Obama's Iran nuclear deal, the Israeli leader knows he'll never get a better deal. As true as it ever was, the only thing we have to fear really is fear and social media. And though no one was ever wounded when five or six shots were heard in a busy North Carolina mall over the weekend, people got hurt anyway in the stampede to the exits. Not everyone heard the shots. In fact, most of them were alerted by text or Facebook. And there was panic in an even busier place, New York's JFK Airport. At least one person had reported hearing gunfire Sunday night. Two terminals were evacuated, and the FAA ordered a freeze on air traffic. Part of the highway into the airport was closed. Some people hid behind the rows of chairs at the gates. Others ran. This, too, was made worse through social media posts. After all that panic, the NYPD found no evidence of gunfire. Officials say it appears to have been people clapping in that echoey place for an athlete on televised Olympic coverage. Here's your weekly Fandango movie roundup. The Olympics helped distract us from the politics, and so do these escapist movies. A supervillain ensemble sold the most tickets over the weekend. Suicide Squad was number one for a second straight week. This past weekend, it sold nearly another $44 million worth of tickets in North America. Sausage Party was second with nearly $34 million, followed by Pete's Dragon at $22 million. Rounding out the top five, Jason Bourne was fourth, Bad Moms fifth. For your local theaters and showtimes, previews, tickets, and so much more, and to support this free news, please use and bookmark the Fandango link you'll find at buzzburbank.com. And finally, police, fire, and EMS workers face some pretty unique challenges, some of which are documented here, especially when it comes to animal rescues. But here's another one for the book. Facebook video of EMS workers trying to help a squirrel with a yogurt cup stuck on its head. Getting out on its own was apparently too tough a nut to crack for the squirrel. Every time it tried to jump its way out of the cup, it fell on the ground, making the EMS workers giggle with delight. The video, which might benefit from some Benny Hill music, shows the paramedics using a blanket trying to capture the panicked squirrel. The EMS workers now identify themselves as the wildlife response team, and they say the squirrel was quoting one EMS technician, strong as hell. I'm Buzz Burbank. Thank you for listening. And thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at BuzzBurbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comments. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.